You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here's me today. The one, the only, the man with a green screen behind him now, and a green chair, Mr. Monster D-Face. What's going on, buddy? Hey, don't reveal the secrets, man. The green chair is an illusion. <laughs> make the chair disappear with the camera effects. But just for, <laughs> for everyone wondering why I'm green screening, move to Texas, guys. I'm officially set up, and my uh, stream room is not ready to be showcased. So, you know, it's got a big old green wall behind me to stay hidden for now. But yeah, all right. I'm gonna start calling. Okay, Ninja over here hiding your room before you, you know, reveal it to everybody else. Hey, hey. professionalism. I like how you roll it. Well, guys, as always, make sure you are following us on Twitter at the Fortnite Podcast for all the latest news of what's going on, and following Monster D Face and his YouTube channel. If you want Fortnite videos, I don't know why you're not checking out Monster D Face's YouTube channel. So make sure you check that out. And of course, holler at everybody over at Patreon. This week will probably be the week uh, that you'll start seeing some stuff come out. So we got some great things coming for you guys. Hopefully you've uh, been enjoying the cool little things we put here and there on on Patreon. So if you're there, definitely check it out. Feel free. You can support us for as little as $2.99 a month, and it goes a far way to help me and Monster uh, put food on the table and uh, you know make things happen, like move across the country like Monster is. So thank you guys so much for that. Without further ado... Today, we have a very special guest. Oh, I'm not uh, that special. Oh, he, he's pretty special. Uh, <laughs> You're already overselling it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not overselling it all. In fact, uh, all, all the guys that came along with him at the beginning of Fortnite that kind of made a move are some of the, the greatest people, some of the people I initially started relationships with. His teammate, Crispy, one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, but he is here with us today. He is part of the original four that came from CLG Gaming. When it comes to Fortnite, uh, he, he's probably made you laugh a few times. If you guys ever saw anybody get shot out of a cannon in Fortnite in Season 8, you probably definitely watched this man because I watched him post in front of a door for about 20 minutes waiting for somebody to walk through so he could shoot them with a cannon as he was inside of it. So uh, one of my friends, I always see him at all the events we go to and a big part of the CLG crew, but none other than man, the man himself, Mr. Marksman. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Fighting Reddit today. Yeah, man. Happy, happy <laughs> to have you here. You know, fighting Reddit. What are you fighting Reddit about? I, so I didn't know they took this so serious and monster might be laughing because he might know already because I posted the clip. So they had like a Fortnite challenge and the challenge yeah, was. Yeah dance with somebody else to get this little disco ball to go up you get the four bite afterward and instead of people going and going like duos with a friend or going into a team rumble where you can respawn or squads whatever it might be people try to do it in solos and i did it in solos with like four other people but then before they could get it i killed all of them and then took the four by myself and they take it really serious right i like it i like really it i, appl- I applaud that actually i i thought it was just i mean is, is it is it kind of a jerk move yeah Hundred percent. Well, I, I think mean, that doesn't mean those things aren't funny. No, I agree. I, I I think this is a perfect time for you to tell people where they can see that. Where where could they go catch that clip of you, Marksman? Well, that clip is on Twitter right now, just twitter.com slash marksman. But I will post because of that, I'm making an entire montage of me camping that four <laughs> bite that four bite for the rest of today after this on my stream, which is twitch tv slash marksman. There we go. Plug. And I'm just going to kill people that spot for five hours straight. And we'll just make a montage for Reddit and they can just, they, I'll give them a real reason to hate me. I instead love just, it. Instead of one just little trolling <laughs> moment, I'm going to make it a montage for him. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Reddit does have a way of definitely, uh, you know, getting, <laughs> a, getting a little angry from time to time for sure. Oh yeah. No, for sure. I understand. I, it's not like I have, a, I have a, a, a vote or a, a post on it. it has 10,000 upvotes of like the last event where there's like 40 guys on a ramp. And I could have thrown a boom box at the bottom of the ramp and had an easy 30 or 40 bomb in solos. And I didn't do it. You know, I was a no. nice guy. So they, I want to, I want to link back to that and be like, remember this moment guys. All right. You think I'm a jerk now? Cause I killed a couple <laughs> people. I could have done so much worse in the past and I didn't. Oh, that would have been so good. What was it? Wasn't there an event early on in Fortnite? Like there's a public event where like people were, were so worried. Was, I think it might've been the first event. They were so worried that everybody's going to team kill. Right? Yeah, like, the, the, it had to be the rocket event because nowadays in the events they take away your weapon, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the rocket one, someone, someone broke the solo kill record. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. They end up getting the solo kill record, right? Yeah, it was yeah. like they had like thirty-seven or something. Ugh. Wow, that's incredible. Well, one thing that a lot of people definitely had their eyes on, and I mentioned it, was when you first joined CLG Marksman. You joined uh, with this really crazy announcement video, and. It was like probably the the absolute to date. I still think it's the best Fortnite uh, announcement video for a team ever. If you guys didn't see it, go check it out. Just type in like CLG Fortnite video uh, or or introduction video, and it is crazy. They like have like the, the this whole like uh, drone flying over this military base, and here are these four <laughs> guys, and it's like really big. And I remember because I watched Wish You Luck from Destiny days. Like this was like a huge thing for him too, right? And for all you guys, this is huge coming in, uh, and and being part of CLG. Obviously, C- CLG also showing, hey, we're jumping into Fortnite as well. Take us back to that moment for you, like back to starting Fortnite and your love and and and, and what it was like to join CLG and go through that. So I was talking to teams initially because of pub stats. So I had like among the verified players of like streamers and YouTubers, I had within like the top five win rate and kill ratio in like the seasons of one through four. Okay. I think the only guy above me most of the time was Spenos, which you guys had talked to about, about before the show. I still keep up with him. But uh, initially there were, there were no tournaments, you know, and right. they did have scrims where it was like stream sniping scrims pretty much, you know, everybody queues up. But I didn't really play in them um, and didn't care so much for it because I hadn't really, there was no tournaments to practice for. But I had talked to CLG before any tournaments and I had signed with them actually even though it wasn't announced before summer skirmish week one oh, and wow. then summer skirmish week one happened. Uh, I got in the invite for that and I chose wildcat, uh, a good friend of mine as my partner. Cause we just play well together. We have for a while and we had never played in, in any like competitive environment in Fortnite. So this whole tunneling strategy that we had watched <laughs> at that time, it was chap and 72 playing together. We watched them do that. And we were like, what is this? this, this <laughs> what is this? The old crap? day. <laughs> yeah, we, we had never seen it before, ever. Right. And uh, so we, we only played four games in the, the first week of Summer Skirmish. And uh, we saw that happen and do well in the first, like, two or three games. And then the fourth game, we're like, all right, well, let's try it. And then we won the fourth game and got fourth that week. Uh, so I was under CLG right from the beginning, but it wasn't announced yet. So uh, well, it was good, but it, it showed that, you know, even though, I play majority pub pub games for fun. And I do it for content for YouTube and streaming that it could still, the skill that you get from that could translate towards competitive. As long as you changed your play style a bit to match those people that played that way. For, for you personally going in and, you know, like, Oh, you know, wish you luck, obviously very competitive dude always has yeah. been, uh, oh, he is. Know, 
Yeah, very competitive. Crispy coming in there and, you know, really he he put a big focus on going towards the pro scene and really trying to, you know, increase their game. He came on here one time, talked to us about how he was going to the office and then you guys had a ritual of of basically uh, or a routine of, you know, viewing VODs and playing at the office and then going back home and and and, and this whole this whole regiment of like really looked like Hey man, if there's a team that's got it together, CLG had it together. For you going into that and, and really looking at the professional side of it, like you said now, definitely more of you're really well known for all the crazy content, like the ones that people get mad at on Reddit on, right? Like today. <laughs> uh, but you're really good at content. But for you, when you look at the professional side of it, what was it that made you kind of go, you know what, I'm going to keep doing my thing. I'm going to make content. I'm not going to worry so much about being the best at Fortnite. I was, I've always been really competitive at the games I enjoy. I want to be good at them. I don't think there's any reason if you enjoy something, why would right. you want to be bad at right. it? You know, that's kind of how I look at it. So um, when it came to Fortnite, it's one of those games where you can do a lot of crazy, wacky stuff. Like I have a, a really fun clip that I think is amazing. That was a self rocket ride on the uh, guided missile when that was right. in the game and really strong. But things like that, you can pull it off, but you kind of have to be good right. to do that. You can't like, you get, Fortnite's not one of those games where you can be dumb and pull off crazy content nearly as well. You kind of, even the tr- most trolly or crazy or wacky creators that you might see out there that have just next level dumb stuff you might see, they're still pretty skilled at the game to be able to do some of the stuff that they do. Winning a game with no e-limbs, you know, no weapons. It's not something that you can right. always do very easily. Let do it, have some skill. Winning only using a specific weapon, specifically like a bad one, you know. Uh, I know like people like replays from phase did a, a win only using the Flint knock. That was like a really well-played game overall. Not easy to do unless you're just right. a skilled player. So Fortnite became one of those games where, yeah, you can do a lot of really fun, dumb stuff, which is great. And you don't necessarily have to be good for all of it, but being good at the game or like above decent is going to help you propel that content. Right. You know, well, and, and, you know, talking about your, your content and, and to kind of, le- I guess, level out your competitive side, as far as like competitive Fortnite goes, um, and, and, and would you say like for you, it's, it's not so much about building your repertoire and competitive as much as it is about just being a good content creator in the Fortnite universe. I tried to balance both, which became really difficult and why I kind of bowed out from playing competitive as much and, and going more the streamer YouTuber side. I've been doing YouTube for years and years and years. I've posted a video every day for over wow. seven years. And congratulations to that. That's, much a, that's a task in itself. Seven it's freaking hard. It was, years. It's hard, but I still enjoy it through, through multiple Call of Duty games, going to Fortnite. I did some Battlefield. I've done a lot of different shooters, but in general, I try to stick with providing content that like kind of falls in line with my channel. I did Pokemon Go for like a week. That was a lot of fun. I really liked it, but ended up going back to what I, <laughs> what I liked, what my fans were expecting. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I was a content creator before Fortnite. I figure it's probably going to last through and maybe past Fortnite. Fortnite, you know, it's not going to always be the most popular game. Everything kind of falls in and out of favor, but I think it's going to completely die out. No, I think it's a good game. I think the developers have done a pretty good job. They keep content fresh. They change stuff consistently. Right way more than any other studio can can hold a candle to apex struggles immensely against them blackout struggles immensely against them PUBG, no one really plays that anymore (laughs) it's like you know all these studios that and even the big ones like i said call of duty and uh uh was it respawn yeah respawn entertainment with apex 
they, they struggle to match Fortnite's speed when it comes to providing interesting changes to the game. And Fortnite, people do not take a step back and give them the credit they deserve. You know, they like, oh, they don't listen. They're not, they're, their game is full of glitches and bugs. And I'm like that too sometimes. So I don't want to be hypocritical. Yeah, there's annoying stuff in the game. But the fact that they came out with a system where they could make one map, just one, and continually remove stuff and add stuff and balance the map out that way, remove weapons and add weapons with the vault, you can make the game different without actually making the game different. It's super, super smart. Yeah. No other studio yeah, has done I, I that. I think that's one of the things that's always... Like, for me, I'm not a professional player, right? So the the gaming universe of it all, like, just the 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 demographics and how the game works and how they do things and, and just, like, how they've changed the gaming space in general is what is super interesting to me as well. Like, people, you're right. People don't understand how hard it is to update a game and and this this level that now Epic has to live up to themselves, right? Like they might have thought at the beginning, other other studios yeah. have to live up to it. They they set the bar. It's like it's not just. I mean, yeah, they have to do it, but it's like you, you saw how long it took Apex to do a major update. Everyone's like, man, Fortnite's had like six new weapons, four new map changes, three next three or four patches, and Apex has added yeah. one weapon. So, I mean, they're setting the bar for other studios as well. And other studios are like, well, how the hell do we yeah, keep and up? I think, and, and, and Apex like, even started off on a great foot, right? It was popular. It had all the money yeah, it needed, no. everything. Yeah. yeah, no, they were doing great off the bat. It was a lot of fun. I thought it was, I still think it's a fun game, but they struggle with uh, consistent updates and keeping the game fresh. And then when they finally did something, I mean, they had a new weapon and a new character within like the first month and a half, which is good, but like keep the momentum. They added a battle pass and that was like, right. yeah, the battle pass was a, a big bummer to most people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, so. and, and obviously, like you said, it's the content around Fortnite that keeps it, that keeps it so active and keeps it so entertaining. Right. And uh, I would say over the past 12 months, and you look back for you coming in, maybe some people thought, or maybe even you thought, Hey, I have more of a, maybe a competitive focus. I can see how far I can get competitively and with content here and making that change over the last 12 months. What would you say has been the biggest change for you personally? Um, and, and maybe something that you've learned about yourself over the past 12 months when it comes to creating content for Fortnite. Oh, man. Stream or YouTube or both? Because they're different. They're very different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> YouTube, man, is like 90% title and right. thumbnail. It sucks that it's like that, but there's just so much clickbait and so much saturation in Fortnite. Um, it's really hard, especially to do something kind of original in Fortnite. Now it's very, very hard. So you have to be able to provide content. Uh, that's first off decent. And secondly, you have to have a, a really good title and thumbnail for people to want to like go watch it and then see the decent content and hope that it's good enough to yeah. keep them around. Um, for the stream side of things, it's changed a lot. Um, from my perspective, I, I've probably, my average viewership has dropped since last year, but the game's overall popularity has also dropped since last year you know on the when it was on the up and up more people are checking it out right. and getting into it so it's it's probably more not really down but more so leveled out is probably the better yeah. term for it yeah no definitely um but yeah on the stream side of things at this point for like for me it's like early on it was all about improving and because it's fun to get better at the game and then also trying new crazy things now it's like i mean we used to do like a rocket ride every day. Nowadays, it's like rocket. <laughs> True. That's like I can't remember the days, last time okay? I tuned in and saw somebody rocket riding. You know, to try. To, yeah, we try, but man, you get lasered True. off the rocket. Now nah, people got better at aiming. It's harder. 
So yeah, people practice their building a lot. The game, the game's landscape, and I'm not going to say meta because the meta changes all the time, but the landscape of the game has right. changed uh, to the point where fun, interesting things are not what they were. Yeah. You know, you can, you can, you don't see a trap tower now because of how the zones were changed. Yeah. You don't see rocket rides because it's kind of old news at this point. Um, I mean, people always give me crap like, oh, you're sweating so hard in the game. It's like, I'm not really trying that hard. We do more interesting things than anybody else. They're like, no, you don't. And it's like, well, I have 4,000 duo games played. And I can tell you in those 4,000 games, I have seen a different, different squad other than me and my friend Rocket Ride twice. <laughs> so, I, and we do it like almost every other game doing, trying to go for some dumb play or next level thing. But, you know, if you look at the average landscape, most people aren't in a position that are good enough to do that's dumb true. things like that. Yeah, right that's true. But yeah, a lot of things have changed. You don't see, you know, all the fun things that you saw back then don't happen now. Trapping people is still fun, but trap towers, like I said, those have gone away. Rocket rides pretty much aren't a thing. Uh, sky basing isn't a thing, especially in competitive with the match. And I think that's one of the uh, that's one of the fun things about Fortnite too. I think yeah. is we've gone through these eras of even from a content perspective, not a competitive perspective, but a content perspective where it's been really hot and really fun, and you see all these people doing these certain things, and then. You know, the season changes and then we get another one of those, right? Like and we we we've seen those yeah. things. I mean a good a good example. A good example is when the Mega Mall came out, people were putting on the skin and then like posing in the Mega Mall. Oh, we're like, still don't don't shut up. We're still trying this. Yeah. Yeah, you you put on a, a skin that looks like a you know, a mascot or a character or something like that. You you put them behind a glass window. You just stand and there. You, you like try and act like Yeah, yeah, like no figurine in the uh in the, the mall. So you know, Fortnite's one of the only games you can do like, like you said, like troll things like that, and maybe get away with it if you're if you're that good. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario though, like me and I think that's my most upvoted Reddit clip ever. It's like twenty five or thirty thousand upvotes was when the Halloween. Um, oh, did you do a scarecrow? Scarecrows came yeah. out. And me and Wildcat went inside the retail row mall where it was like the Halloween shop and we broke out a few spots and did the T pose inside of it. <laughs> totally fooled. <laughs> totally got him. And it was great. Um, but yeah, you can do things like that. And it's, it's really fun. It's hard to find kind of new things like that too. We're trying something with the toy soldiers soon, but it's been difficult to find a good spot for Ma- those ones. But yeah, I mean, things change and it brings you new things into the game that you can do that are fun. Like with the airplanes, their planes could make for some fun stuff as annoying right. as they were competitively. They could make for some fun content. Um, ballers, not as much. It's kind of hard to have fun with a baller. Um, there's some things, but it's just not one of those items as a single passenger item or like a vehicle. It is a little bit right. limited. Right. So, Monster, I mean, you, you as well, Monster, have kind of gone through the same thing that Marksman's gone through the past 12 months where you've made a transition from, you know, really competitive. So we were in your stream today. Some people were talking about how you know, early on, you were like a builder pro, right? Like, like, like early on, you had some of the, the top strategies going out there. Uh, and over the year, you've created more content and also obviously led to, to casting and all this stuff. But when Marksman talks about the struggles, how, is it, how have you dealt with it also the past 12 months, kind of going through the same path that Marksman's gone through? Yeah, my, my path is similar, except it just hits its own peaking point. So... Early on, I was really heavily education, content style focused. You could teach people how to ramp rush. And like you said, things get old, like ramp rushing, boxing, like this stuff gets old. People just learn it and then you're done. How to snipe. None of this stuff yeah. is relevant anymore in the content space. <laughs> as a, yeah, That's as a content yeah. creator, you have to evolve. 
And people like still leave comments on my videos like, hey, when are you going to make another how to win video? I'm like, no one needs to learn. I was going to say that exact same thing yeah, when people like, ask that. It's like, I mean. No one needs to learn anymore. Like it, it's so basic. It's fundamental. The only things I can teach is, hey, new item, shadow bomb. Here's a new tip, right? Small things like that. But when it comes down to building these and, and these, no, I'm not even going to get into free builders because playground, quote unquote, playgrounders, those builds don't make any sense and will not be <laughs> applied in realistic in-game scenarios half the times. That's infinite material playground, burn your mats, do some crazy cone edits that no one else can right. keep up with. I don't know. Adderall. <laughs> That's no story. So... Uh, yeah, are we drug testing in the World Cup? Yeah, yeah. Content <laughs> definitely hits its peak, even in you know in my realm, in my world. But my my version of evolution and, and getting past it and continue to be, I guess, relevant in this space is I'd like just focus more on news content, competitive style, uh, casting. And that's why my focus is on uh, you know new items and and how this stuff in the game affects the game, especially with ever changing uh, patch notes and stuff. But like when it comes down to like those fundamental tutorials, I love making tutorials, but there's just no uh, no drive for me to do it because when you post it out there, people know this yeah. stuff. So it's I, almost like I think it's what's, what's so interesting about all this is that I Fortnite's in a really weird space for me personally. My personal opinion is that Fortnite competitive is is really ramped up, right? And we're at this point now. We're about to see the World Cup, which is the first big, 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 big event really that we've had. Um, and, but at the same time, this creative mode came out and I said it like a month ago, I think creative is the future of Fortnite. Like to me, this is what yep. gives Fortnite legs for like 10, 15 years. Like if people are going to play this game 10 years down the road, it's literally because creative mode is keeping it alive. Um, and that's just my personal opinion. And I think we're starting to see that as it goes on, even it kind of how both of you have gone through this journey of being competitive players and now creating, it's more so about the content and what Fortnite can bring you from a content perspective. Uh, and entertaining your your communities uh, and you've made this change and that's why I want to talk a little bit about like what we've seen so far in creative from your or from competitive and from your perspective uh, marksman kind of how what you've enjoyed about the qualifiers and what you see going into New York and then obviously the creative part so let's start with as you looked at the qualifiers and you saw the process of what went through how did you feel about it from a from from a competitive standpoint how did you enjoy the qualifiers and what do you think about the, 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 the form, the, the, the format in which it was presented? It's not a fan of online qualifiers. Um, it's just, it's just, there's, there's already enough RNG in the game, adding an RNG to which players get into your lobbies and which don't. And, and do you have one of the maniacs that's just going to WQ on like, it, it was, it's so right. It's so random. Right. You know, I had I had experiences. I put in a couple qualifiers for some fun. I had a week where I was like, all right, I'm not going to shoot a single gun. I'm just going to try to qualify with the baller. And I did. But I had one of those games where I'm in fully built metal and a guy lands on my wall and tries to pickaxe through my fully built metal. I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? And I just got my ball and went away. I was like, I'm not going to be anywhere near this guy. He's out of his mind. He lands on a fully built metal wall and just starts pickaxing. Yeah, to get baby, my box. let's go. Go all in. W key. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like you know that that alone, I just dis, yeah. I just don't like it. There's no customs to like get you. Like I I I put money on the players that qualified through the online qualifiers right now, but they've also performed decent at like actual like tournaments. Bizzle. like yeah, you know, like Tifu and Bizzle, like people I've played against at PAX and at TwitchCon, they know what to expect in a full land environment. 
and that that crap's not going to fly nearly as well as like some of the people that you saw doing that on oh the that's an interesting so, topic actually going into world cup like what we're going to see i mean because like you're you're right a lot of these people have never been to a land event in their life no no they that's haven't why, that's why like when people ask me who you put your money on i don't even bank on the guys that are doing exceptionally well from home you gotta no. bank on the guys that are like With skilled the, at land like song yeah. Dom is disgusting. Yeah. He will go anywhere well, in the he's world. He's also play played. He, your house. He's played at yes, how many? Like he played it. hots I mean, and he played on competition level too. So like he's played lands all over the why, world. That's why. That's why yeah. I bet on him when I see him. You know, in in person at an event, people ask him. I'll be at the desk and I'll say, "Yo, so that guy." He didn't qualify TwitchCon. Okay, don't give him that much credit. Well, we saw that WSOE. Yeah, yeah. He did make a performance there as well for sure. Yeah, but yeah, you 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 have uh you know you have these online qualifiers. Obviously, not everybody's favorite thing. Um, and we kind of see how the format play out. We're gonna know a lot more, I think, after World Cup, right? Like when we actually get to see how this pans out at the World Cup, and we actually get to uh see these people take a stage for the first time. Some of them are going to uh to definitely, I think, be under some pressure they've never felt before. But when we talk about uh, you know, making it through and you're seeing your, 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 you're seeing your teammates make it through. Was there any point during that marksman where you're like, man, I kind of wish I would have taken competitive another step. Yeah, I could, I think I could have qualified if I wanted to, I, I'm not the best builder by any means, but I definitely know how to play right. late game. And I, I could have rotated, especially with the ballers. I hate them. I absolutely so, hate them. So, but, but I landed on a ball and ran away. Like I said, I qualified with I qualified for the Sunday finals without ever getting a single wow. elim. Forty-seven points. I got top five, like six games, and I just went off of the placement points Man. the entire time. And so I can rotate away from people very easily and avoid the fights and go for picks. But it's just such an unenjoyable experience. And since I don't care about the money, I yep. didn't want to do it. It's it's about the fifty grand or one million, two million. Is extra money good? Yeah, of course. No one's going to complain. But is it at the at the the cost of making me enjoy the game? Right. Not worth it. What what is it that you would say most of all you enjoy right now in the game? The unvaulting, the daily unvaultings are awesome. So, I granted the crossbow can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> the rest have been pretty good. Yesterday I had like forty six pistols. I'm like, dude, what do I do with all these? I open a chest. It's like scope revolver, scope revolver, green <laughs> pistol, silence pistol. I like I just I was like seven pistols in a row, but. I really like the unvaulting, the daily unvaulting things. I think it's interesting, especially with weapons that are like mid-tier level items. Like the FAMAS, I had a blast using the FAMAS. Yeah. Like it was so much what fun was the, again. What was the I mode they did more... recently just like this? They, they, this is the 14 days of summer that you're talking about. What was it yeah. we had? Did we have, we had another time like this where they unvaulted, did different playlists, LTMs every day. Yeah, it's called, it's called unvaulting. Is what they call. I've I've pitched it many times. I always wanted to call it retro royale, but they can't match. They said they can't match the exact uh, season two vibe of like the map and yeah, yeah, the yeah. rules and and how weapons were. If you if you haven't played that long, first shot accuracy yeah. wasn't a thing. Um, damage drop off wasn't a thing. So you would seventy two damage headshot a like scar shot across the map on a guy by full auto and just hoping for good luck. Um, but. So they, they couldn't replicate all of that, so they ended up just calling it unvaulting and taking the current level of the game and then basically just adding back in like right. pack SMG old yeah. stuff. 
That's pretty funny, though. Imagine Fortnite does a retro royale and shows people, hey, you really want to play season three? Yeah. Like, guys get slapped up do by, you, like, how do, terrible. Do you think it would be, like, a nostalgia that? thing where we think it's cool, but it's not? Like, do you think we would get there and be like, it's actually not that fun anymore? Like, you know, you ever go play, like, Nintendo and you're like, Probably it's fun, oh, but, yeah. like, I don't do like. Like, think about it. People are going to be in one by ones because they're smarter now. And then you can hold edit, which back then you can see through the one by one. Yeah, you're going to get deleted in many, <laughs> many different scenarios. I'd still be I'd still be for it. I think it'd be fun. Um, I think it'd be fun. Is it is it perfect? No, the game wasn't perfect back then, but it would be fun just to do. Yeah. So, well, I don't think I'd you can ever it. get a perfect game. I mean, according to Reddit, either. No, you'll never no. get a perfect game. So, you know, uh, it, it, you, you can keep trying, though. Well, we have, like I said, yeah. we've had these qualifiers. We get creative coming out. And like I said, you, I, I, I sat there and literally watched you. I think it was 20 minutes. You sat in uh, that hill that's above uh, uh, Fatal Farms uh, or Fatal Fields, uh, above Fatal. You sat in that house that had uh, a, a a couple different um, cannons in it. And you literally sat in that door waiting for somebody to come in for like 20 minutes. And it was hilarious. Your chat was blowing up. Things were like, people, like it, it was so funny because I can't remember this. Yeah, I do so many we, dumb things. I'm, dude, to I'm telling like, you, I, I got so captivated because I stopped by and I saw you and y'all were laughing. And so I was like, you know, when someone's laughing in stream, number one, you got to figure out why when you stumble on number two, when I go, was I hiding in the, the cannon, cannon, literally in the cannon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I would get in the barrel of the cannon and try to like bait people to yeah, come up. Yeah, wait and then, for them to walk through yeah, the door so that. you could shoot. It would, it's hilarious. But uh, like I said, you, I, I caught you doing this, and 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 we've talked a little about the 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 creative stuff that you've been doing and and what you shoot for all the time. What is it about creative mode for you that you really like a lot, and and maybe that you think has a future in Fortnite? Um. First off, all the things that Gary's mod has. My friends are big Gmod players. So when I see game modes like prop hunt, which was, it was, that was pushed like literally when they, they made creative my buddies, I have multiple friends that flew out to Raleigh to play and got to try creative early. And one of the first things they suggested yeah. was prop hunt because they were all Gmod players. We all played ah, prop hunt okay, before. Yeah. Um, but that along with uh, game modes like gun game that they tried, I'm not sure it's out or it was out and then they removed it because of issues, but there's a lot of opportunities for like new games or, or new versions of Fortnite to be released as like a full yeah. thing, you know, like kind of how you saw, was it the Dota 2 auto chess thing kind of come yeah. out and now League of Legends is copying that too. And I, I don't know it very well, but that's kind of like, isn't, I'm pretty sure it's just a modified version so what of it is, Dota. Yeah, I, I've, I'm, I'm heavily addicted to auto chess for anybody that's wondering. Okay. okay for the past so month. so let me, let me give a little insight. So Auto Chest is a mod, just like you said, it came off of Dota. And they have broken away now and created their own company called Auto Chest, which you can download on any mobile device, and it is spectacular. But basically, they took the characters from Dota, which is exactly what they did in League of Legends. So everything I'm saying right now is exactly what League did, okay? But they went and created this. Basically, you have a chessboard, you have pieces. It's not so much about chess-like in the fact of how they move. You know how a knight moves or how a pawn moves. It's not about yeah. that. It's about the synergies with the characters that are on the board and being able to play against them. Long story short, Monster, I can't believe you haven't played it being a mobile guy your entire life. Listen, listen, everyone's been pushing it. Bro, at it me, is right? so good. But like I try my best to stay away from the games that I know I can get addicted to. Like 
yeah i learned my lesson like especially like dude i've been through clash of clans dropped so much money especially the mobile oh, mobile I, ones are dangerous you just feel uh, guilty about spending money on rust, mobile games too. right spending like 14 16 hours in rust trying to build a base that's why when i saw fortnite i was like oh i could build dude early on i'm like i'm probably gonna get addicted what do i know dude yeah, i know yeah. myself right yeah like auto chess like that's perfect, another perfect time for you like but but yes you're right all these mods and 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 that's one thing i haven't thought about very much is the mod community coming into fortnite at all right and i didn't even know that gary's mod was the one that thought about the whole propped idea like i didn't know about all this i'm not sure if they did but it's it definitely held on like for years and years through gmod as like as a sandbox game where you can create these kind of modified custom games it's stuck through in popularity for you know, yeah, that, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, some light that I I really don't know a whole lot about. Um, but yeah, that's a great point. Like the mod communities coming into Fortnite could be huge. Yeah, I think one thing that they have to do, and and this was something that my my buddy Wildcat told me as well, where it's like when they first thought of creative, they didn't even have the idea to like let people create their own stuff and use map codes to share it. Like you create your own thing, but you couldn't share it with anybody. They're like, no, if you make this, they it has to be shareable. It has wow. to be shareable. So then they added in the code system so people could share their maps with other people. I'm hoping that it, it kind of, though, it, it phases out of the code right. system and instead it kind of adopts an index where you can go in and you could basically just search something you wanted. Like if I wanted to go find a prop hunt map or I wanted to maybe even just find a map and I could apply a prop hunt game mode to that map where it's like, all right, you know, if I type in factories, I could look up old factories from like season two and I could be like, all right, I want to play prop hunt on old factories or maybe. Uh, you know, you could you could add a capture the flag to Fortnite, make it like a four v four, five v five Call of right. Duty style or CS:GO style. I think, I think it'll get there. I think it, I definitely think it'll get there, man. It just well, I, I think so too. It has to. It's just it's so open. One of the best ways to execute it, um, and that's something I've been talking about too. Like, dude, like I love the fact that anyone can like kind of you know start up a custom, but like give us that creative. Uh, you know how the creative mode you have all this all these parameters like dude if custom hundred man lobbies you can throw slap on a ton of parameters like that is content creator heaven dream you set it up how you want to play it scrims whatever dude you can have so much so, fun that way yeah no fully I completely agree it's just like the the modding on Fortnite I feel like because Fortnite's a mod itself yeah the whole battle royale version is a mod from Save That's the True so the possibilities that you could do in creative are just innumerable as long as the developers support it and add things in that people could actually Where I think this with. is so different than everything else is for years you guys have been doing this on PC like PC players like you guys know about mods you've been dealing with mods like I mean League of Legends is a mod right of of Warcraft from back in yeah. the day like a lot of PC players get this but what I think this is really interesting is that only on the console side, the only place we've really ever seen this is the Halo universe, right? Whenever they allowed people to build things like Griff Ball and stuff like that. Forge. Right? I mean, yeah. The Forge yeah, you're talking in, about in Halo? Forge mode, right? Oh, in yeah. Halo. was like the only time we ever saw like this whole idea of like modded game types in a game, really. Um, and a lot of, a lot of games yeah. haven't done it. And so that's yeah. why I think like creative has such a big mind because although PC players are the echelon, I give you guys whatever, right? But... I'm a console player. You call, you're you're grouping me with. I started playing right, PC on okay, Fortnite. So, okay, so I got I got 20 years right, on controller. That's me, right? I'm still a controller. Um, and and so for me, like the biggest thing is being able to actually see mods come to the console world and see this side of Fortnite. I think is what literally has in a ma- like 
the the people that will enjoy this goes beyond what people enjoy in regular Fortnite, and uh, that's why when I look at them, like holy cow, like what's going to happen at World Cup Creative? I think is going to open a lot of eyes because like this creative mode that was at the program didn't seem to have a lot of eyes on it. it wasn't as big as pumped up as the World Cup is going to be. And so seeing people will step into creative and see all these things are going to be in creative, I'm very excited about. I don't know about you, Monster. Like, I don't even know how you cast creative mode. Well, I didn't get to cast a creative mode last time. I've done some practice runs over creative. Uh, it's definitely <laughs> a lot more lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, you got to do your homework, dude. But yeah. I've done, you know, I've done some some offline stuff in, in some controlled environments with uh w- with players there, um, competitive players that have tested it and it's surprisingly very fun, especially when the the player themselves don't know what they're being yeah. thrown into. Like, you know, so the maps were just weird. Like we played some really fun maps. I'm talking like, I'll give like a small spoiler uh, and, and don't take me for this, but if we see it down the line, I don't know, man. Uh, this is sort of like this, you, we crash land somewhere and then bail, you just kind of reveal the new map and then it pops off. And, and the players themselves, when they got to see that, in real time in creative it was like as if we're simulating a tournament it was dope like so creative has a ton of potential even in like a tournament setting or it's just a fun atmosphere and i am i am very excited for creative and i know there's so much potential with creative yeah the, the talking about no spoilers though no spoilers <laughs> I was going to say, talking about spoilers and creative and competitive did, did you ever guys address the secret of secret skirmish no comment. <laughs> yeah, he's just saying, I, well, you and I know it. I don't know. I don't know. I do not. Sure I do it. not. Uh, Monster actually. I don't even know if we could talk about it technically. I don't know. Cause I don't, it, I don't, I don't know if it is. Do you think it's ever going to be released? I, I think it is. Okay. So we won't talk about it. I think there's a Man, something don't let there. Me hang it. I, I'm hanging watched, out here. This is all the If someone watches this, like, he probably signed an NDA. I didn't, but like, I don't want to spoil it. People can look it up. There's info. I mean, I know there's a Reddit post about it. I know that, but. I've talked about it on a video before. Uh, brief. That's funny. I forgot about that one, but that was yeah, a, a lot of people did, but it was like, it's, it's basically a mod from creative to make it work in a competitive environment. And, and it, it, it I don't know. It never ended up working. I don't know. We were told so many good things about it while we were there at the secret scrum. And then when it came time to do it, it just didn't end well, up maybe, happening. Maybe we're going like, to see it eventually. Maybe they're going to debut it at the world cup. It could be. Yeah, I, I think it's still a good thing to try to like, execute on from what i've heard at least of it well, you see you guys hear the excitement marksman doesn't even know what yeah, this stuff yeah, is yeah, it's <laughs> true, it's true. I, I'm, I'm excited now i'm i'm more excited than before well i would say as we take a look back and you look at you know your history and comp- competitive and obviously creating content and, and the changes you've gone through in the past 12 months what would you say the takeaway is right now from the world cup qualifiers what would you take away from it what do you think number one needs to be better next time it goes around whether it's next year or in a few months and what does Fortnite need more of? Um, it needs to be better in terms of connection. People have, I'm, I'm from Iowa, so I'm not actually that, I'm not at a huge disadvantage. Usually 20 ping to east is average for me, about 40 to west, 50 to west. So I'm not really that bad. But some people have an enormous disadvantage on their connections where it's, and I, I don't want to give people like, you know, a crutch. It's like, oh, you can just blame this. That's why you didn't qualify. You know? There's always something you could do, right? But it's uh, it's a little unfair that you have such a large advantage when you can just take walls first try on anybody you want. And I have fun doing that. It's it, it, I'm in pubs and I have zero ping because I get really low ping to east sometimes. It's a blast. You know, like, yeah, I know I can take your wall. I don't care who you are. <laughs> I can go up to the wall and I can take what you can do about it. And then I can shoot your ramp out 
and I can place a cone inside your box without you being able to build anything else. And then you're kind of, yep. Yep. so I would like to see that playing field a little bit more evened out. And we're going to see how that impacts world cup as well. As we mentioned, like online, I don't want to call them warriors because that's kind of rude, but you know, online people that are used to having low ping yeah. online and being able to take balls from anybody on a zero ping environment, how, how are you going to be able to take somebody's wall? It is possible. Tifu took my wall at secret skirmish while I was through holding turbo belt. So it is possible, but it's definitely not going to be as easy. So you're not going to have any connection advantage. Um, that I would like to see evened out and more kind of leveled. But other than that, I would like to see a small loot pool change between public and competitive. Not a lot, but I think it's fair to, to make small changes. And I know that they want to try to keep the integrity of the game of pubs matching competitive, but I don't really know any game that does that yeah. fully. Maybe, maybe CS does it, but I mean, even if you look at Dota and League, some heroes, especially new heroes that aren't balanced very yep. well, are banned and competitive, not allowed to be picked. So until things maybe are balanced out properly, and you're kind of seeing that now, the storm flip was removed. So they like acknowledge it's still in pubs, it's not an arena. Um, so you're kind of seeing it a little bit, but I think it's okay to acknowledge things that are fun items, but don't belong necessarily in competitive. Yeah. Um, and you know, that, that, I mean, that should and, be changed. And to touch on that, one flip is was returned back to arena after the changes to it. So I'm pretty sure it's in arena, but uh, like the 14 day unvolting is not affecting arena either. Okay. It's affecting the, uh, the normal playlist. So there have been, or these small signs of, I guess, you know, Epic games kind of taking that in the right direction. Is, is, is Nate, is know, Nate already yeah. stepping in and putting his hand down? Is, is, I, I don't know. There's the last like, updates have been great. I don't yeah, know. You, I don't know what info you got on it. Uh, Fortnite competitive launched their own Twitter, so we finally have all yeah. the news need coming out of there. Uh, I don't know who the who the frick thought it was a good idea to drop a drum shotgun, which is in the coming soon. That thing is nuts. I already did a video on breakdown on that. If you have, have you seen the stats on it? No. The fire rate, fire rate, the, the, to put it in comparison, the fastest firing shotgun in the game has been the double barrel at one point nine five shots a second. Yeah, so roughly, you know, roughly two shots in a second. Um, the combat shotgun, if you look at the comparisons, 1.85. Um, the tack shotgun is 1.5. The drum shotgun is four. Four shotguns four shots in a, a second? second. Four, four shotgun shots a second has the same range <laughs> as the tack shotgun. 12 <laughs> ammo capacity, 50 damage body shot, two times headshot multiplier from the game file. So 100 damage. No, I think... I think the tactical shotgun is going to be put away like everyone wanted, yep, but agreed, agreed. <laughs> the drum shotgun is going to be thrown the, in the, the game. The drum shotgun has the same oh, rarity that is. It's gray, green, blue. So I think it's going to replace oh, it. Completely. That's exactly. going to be crazy. So we'll I see. I like that though. Having options between like three good shotguns is yeah. not a bad thing. I think it, I use a, I use a combat sometimes. Other games like, you know what? I want to use a pump this game. I can do yeah. it. It's fine. I, I think Fortnite's kind of realizing like, hey, if we vault the pump and we give people the tack and the combat, we're still giving them an option between one crappy gun and one good gun. What are they going to choose? I wonder. The good gun. So giving people multiple good options is the way to go. That way you see diversity in the weapons yeah. used. No, it makes, it makes complete sense. Um, the last thing I want to get from you here is, what is it that it, when you look at the World Cup, what are your predictions for World Cup? What do you want to happen? Who, who are you going for? Like, give, us, give, give us your breakdown of the World Cup and what, what do you want to see come out of it? Got to root for Psalm because he's on CLG. Otherwise, I would never. I would, never <laughs> um, uh, I would look for the people who have played well in land before because, like I said, they're right. kind of used to it. It doesn't mean people who haven't will do badly. It's just I, I, would, 
I would put my money on the people who have experience on land because the difference between playing in the land environments versus the online qualifiers is right. exponential. So the experience is going to be just way different. Um, that's what I would expect to do well. Past that, what I hope to see, I would love to see a glitch happen where everybody is flying through the air again like it was, it was so funny. Oh, gosh. gosh that was so funny i i was already doing honestly when they added game seven because of that glitch it helped me out i got two points in game there seven so it wasn't bad at all for me it helped me the times we will remember forever like og people will only remember that stuff man that that was oh yeah no vape jesus was in the front row during that and he was oh, i love vape. that's when you always hear like nick Burns talking about like oh the guy in the front who's like throwing his hands yeah. up going crazy i was vape jesus it was funny that's it's so funny Glitches are always going to happen. It's unavoidable in the game, really. I mean, I just hope it. Are doesn't, you going like, Are you going to be attending the World Cup at all? Yes, I will be. But I must. Yeah, I can't. You spoiled it already once, brother. I can't. I'm not bringing it up yet until things are all things are all go through. But yeah, awesome, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm going to be excited to see you there uh, and definitely catch you. Well, before we get out of here, let's get one last tip and trick from this uh, from our man Marksman and from Monster D Face. So, without further ado, here we go. I got to play my soundbite for you, of course, Marksman. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we do have tricks. So we do have tips. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about how to engage a fight as a third party. So give me your your tip, your quick tip as going in and 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 coming up as the third party in a fight. How do you? What's the tip to engage that battle? That's going to be really dependent on how high they are in a fight. If you try to engage on a third party and they're already about seven stories up, at first I look to cut it. Like how, how well attached is it to the ground? Because I don't want to build seven high and when they already have an advantage as well and they're already like, they can just look down and laser me. Right. Um, but I would say like a fair tip on most third party fights is don't get too close. I really don't follow that tip well, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very good one. Because the second you get too close and maybe you get weakened by a shotgun shot, then all of a sudden it's no longer a third party. It's a 1v1v1. And now you're going to have somebody fourth party from the outside. So when you get right. too close, you just kind of get involved in this giant, we like to call them wigwams, just a giant base of all sorts of stuff built. And it's, it's a disaster area. So trying to keep distance and just going for AR spray to pick up a kill or maybe two. And, and maybe then you push in after you get one of them. But then you're in a 1v1. And maybe the other guy's already weak because he was in the fight originally. That's right. usually the safe bet. Oh, okay. All right. What about you, Monster? What's your tip for engaging on a th- as, as the third party? Yeah, my preference is actually to listen to who has the better loadout and focus that person. Or, and or, I focus the one that's winning the fight. I love more than anything to uh, attack the aggressor and not the weak guy. I don't care about getting high eliminations, but like if I see you, you're pickaxe and this guy is trying to fight for his life. Like I'm ripping you for 90 and taking your shield and then making you like really upset that you're about to get this and you can't finish the elim. And then I'm just going to really ruin your day. Um, so my tip for engaging onto third parties is uh, hit the guy that looks like he's winning the battle. It's, 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 it's like a bittersweet feeling uh, because, you know, you, you hate to be that guy, but it feels so good. When you're, you're the guy like, I hate. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the, the guy, guy I hate. hate. You're, I, you're the guy that hits me like the 50 cal from like 400 meters, and I'm just like, oh, my God, again. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, hit the guy that's winning the battle. That way you have an overall better chance of winning the entire engagement because then everyone's weak except for you. So, I like it. I like it. it. Hit the guy that that needs to be hit, or or just take down the all seven stories. 
Great. Yeah. And just go, just, just rip them all down. Well, guys, thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Fortnite Podcast. Myself, 2LoudTX, number 2, L-U-D-T-X. Monster, M-O-N-S-T-E-R-D-A-D-F-A-C-E, Monster D-Face. And, of course, Marksman, at Marksman, M-A-R-K-S-M-A-N. Monster, yours is so hard to say. It's just hard to say every single week. Both of yours are hard to say. <laughs> Too loud is easy. Too loud TX is super easy. Yo, Monster D-Face, spell that out. make sure you send all your complaints to monster at the fortnite podcast at gmail.com that's way easier to say and tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show and marksman tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week uh twitter is like you mentioned just at marksman uh twitch is i'm marksman slash i'm marksman and youtube is just marksman as well so awesome man can't wait to see you at the world cup me and monster will be there as well so hopefully we can all uh, you know maybe grab a drink together that'll be a lot of fun we'll have a party monster Monster, tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week. Yep, as always, guys, at Monster D Face on all social medias, preferably YouTube. Content's up 24-7, new series out there. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much. And until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. Yeah.